Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you just joined us, we're about to record the second part of our Best Bits episode. And we are currently in a discussion about Ben's moustache. Since we finished Series 5, Ben has gravitated back to his native London. And in the part of East London he is now living in, it is a stereotype that younger men grow moustaches. And Ben has now done that less than four weeks after moving down. In fact, if he was in central London and had a moustache, he'd look like one of the village people. Uh, but so it's just as well he's in East London. Mm. It's literally taken him since the minute we stopped recording the last episode of Series 5. He has grown mm. that moustache and it's only just starting to show now. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, oh, oh! I just thought it was you did Tuesday. I would do Friday. I mean, I always do. The, Is that right? I mean, I always do the opener, but it's, yeah, fine. Mix it up. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Why not? Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the best bits of Help I Sexed My Boss, Series Five. The sixth series of Help I can never say that word. The sixth. Am I saying that right? Sixth. The sixth series of sixth. I want to make me tea. Don't. The sixth. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is why I do the opener. Because you're so good at it. <laughs> why am I speaking with a lisp now? <laughs> Got a lisp. Until we get to series seven, this is going to be a, a recurring problem. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <clears throat> the sixth series of Help I Sex and My Boss. <laughs> You are such a smug... Sixth, sixth 
series of oh you get the idea but this week it's all about playing some of our favourite moments from series 5 isn't it William it is and in episode 12 oh hang on am I recording yeah 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 in episode 12, you and I decided to write a reference uh, to coach our listeners in how to write a reference, and we chose the long-suffering producer Ben in order to write a reference, and uh, he, took it, he took it well. Jordan, why don't we write a reference for producer Ben? Uh, oh god, he's gonna love this. He's had about four. He hates it, by the way, when we when he only gets one or two mentions per episode. So this episode's all a bit about him, and it'll all stay in the edit. Um, <laughs> oh, don't pull that face. I'm only j- joking. Okay, our reference, my reference. So you, uh, say a production company comes to me and said, "Oh, he worked on your podcast." Yeah, what would you say? <laughs> what would I'd reply in the email? Be like, "Hi." Um, Jeff. Hi, guys. <laughs> Could you please call me because it's, it's quite hard to articulate my points there. And Jeff, I don't want up. to put anything in writing. Jeff would ring me and it'd be like, "Aya, right? It depends what mood he's in." <laughs> I would say, I would. Say he's a great producer. Oh, come on, he's, he's a wants- great producer. He's great. He needs to work on his tone on WhatsApp. <laughs> Oh, I messaged him. I messaged him this only yesterday saying, in block capitals, I went, Ben, I'm so excited when we can finally see you. And do you know what he responded with? Yeah, I'd need to work how I get into central London. Okay. I, I so touched, so t- I mean, so so much of an outpouring of emotion. William, I'm with you now. We're, we're, this is a, a metaphor for us giving feedback to Ben. If you come up with an idea for the podcast and you text Ben on one of his days off, oh, God oh, help you! Oh yes, God help you! <laughs> because oh, yeah, don't text him on a Friday. <laughs> oh God, because if you text him on a day off, even though it's about a podcast that's. 24-7 we're always thinking about oh he will let you know so my advice Jeff is please don't ask him to do a bit of work on his day off because he will get the most passive aggressive response ever <laughs> William would you like to add to that? No nothing further <laughs> we love you Ben Can I just say listening back to that we do actually love producer Ben and he's very very good at his job but we're just like his older brothers that like to keep him in check a bit aren't we? Much older brothers in your case. No it's same age and how old old are you now Ben? Ben's about like 19. 24, 25? Are you 26? 26. With that moustache looks 46. Okay our next clip that you're going to hear is from listener Charlotte and this was one of the defining moments of the series, wasn't it? This got a huge response. Mm. The, the date went out on the Tuesday. So many people got in touch. So this is just us taking a step back from the silliness and hearing this letter from Charlotte. Our final problem, thank heavens, is from Charlotte. Hello, boys. My problem is a bit less etiquette and a bit more personal. I hope that's still all right for you. I'm an old woman these days, 32. Ah, having... not old. Cling on. 
And having had what I'm going to politely call a rough time in life so far, I'm going through a long, dark time of my soul, and I'm hoping to come out the other side at some point in the nearish future. To put it bluntly, it's me. More accurately, it's me accepting me. Accepting the fact that no matter how many times I look in the mirror, I can't help but be disappointed with what I see. I'm afraid to describe to you what I look like in case when it comes to it, you'll believe, like I do, that I'm not worthy of any kindness or affection as I am. It's not necessarily the way I look. I do know this. It's who I am. But the way I look currently allows me to tell myself it's at least part down to that I'm undeserving of acceptance I'm trying to give myself. I'm Rubenesque, I've got a buzz cut, and thanks to an unusual bout of illness when I was younger, there is a scar around 40 centimetres long running all the way down my stomach. I've been trying to work on liking myself, or at least being at peace with myself, after some very difficult experiences. But I'm struggling. I want to be able to embrace myself as I am, and I know it'll take time. But I suppose I'm asking for advice from you two about how you've come to accept yourselves as you are. I know we all come into adulthood with our fair share of ideas about who or what we should and shouldn't be, and I'm grateful for you taking the time to read this. Take care, Charlotte. I want to give Charlotte a big hug. So do I. Charlotte, if you ever want to come to one of our live shows, please come and tell us who you are, because we just want to give you a hug. Charlotte, I'll be honest, that slightly knocked me. Um, you know, we normally deal with stupid problems, like, you know, people can't get over another football team and that sort of thing. But that's actually deeply moving. And there, are, there's a lot going on there. And the there really is someone for everybody, if you're worried about, you know, some people don't really care about the coupling up thing others others do if if you're worried about that side of things i would almost stop looking for for love because actually when i stopped looking it it, it came as Aww. it were and if a slightly overweight balding etiquette expert in his 30s can find someone to be in a relationship with you can too because you know on paper i shouldn't really be with anybody so i wouldn't worry about that side of things and it, most of the things that that you feel are a insecurity or something that is not attractive is subjective and to somebody it might it might be to others it's not but you know blonde hair some people like dark hair other people like it doesn't mean to say that you need to think that that is something that people would judge you on and actually you could also argue that until you learn to love yourself no one else will will necessarily love you and there is a lot there is a lot that you can love and you've you've written a very sensitive intelligent letter to us and those are those are two very attractive qualities yeah definitely you've articulated that very well william and i'm pretty sure that when you look in the mirror you'll see the worst in yourself and people will probably mm. tell you this all the time friends and family it, it, it'll be nowhere as bad as what you think. And I think you probably need to hear that a few more times. And it's never, not a bad thing to hear that, but I'm pretty sure it's nowhere near as bad as what you think. William, can I just say, you gave so much good advice in that in that bit there. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, when you get letters like that, you, you I mean, I'd like to think that we give... A lot of good advice, but I think when you get letters like that, you know, we're not qualified. I don't know if people 
have clocked that yet. We're not qualified experts in, in anything other than etiquette and and uh, floor fillers. But other than that, we we like to try <laughs> we like to try and help where we can. Yeah. And uh, we, we Charlotte, that was for you. Okay. Next up is possibly one of my favourite moments of series five. This is when I got to read William Hansen's actual will. So I've had to update my will. Oh, really? Now I, I Will's just... done his will. <laughs> right, that one down. Produce Ben's good one for me, that. I didn't have a will until the start of this year when Mikey and I bought a house together. And you've, you've got to do that sort of thing. And uh, anyway, I had to make a, a little up, uh, updation to the will. And uh, it got me thinking that... Uh, remember, whilst I was trying to find the email, I also found an email from the company that I used to do my will where they were taking issue with some of the things I put in it uh, where they were making sure that they were aw- that I was aware that the appendix was not legally binding and I can't actually expect uh, everybody to uh, to do what I've said so I've Jordan I've sent you my last will and testament on text yeah if anything happens to me don't bother to look through it too much because you're not in it but if you go to page four this is quite deep this I've never. Do I need to start thinking about a will now? I'm a bit older. I've never. Well, I think everybody. No, no. Ben's not in the will either. Oh my god! I have included an appendix to this my will, which is not a testamentary document, but has been placed with this will. Is that you? As in this will? Yes. As in no, 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 the will. Oh, just right. Okay, it says here. My wishes for my resting places are as follows. I'd, I'd like my ashes scattered at Clifton College. Which was my school. Yeah. My additional wishes for my funeral are as follows. To be held in a cathedral or very large church to accommodate the crowds. <laughs> Second choice would be Clifton College Chapel. Entry of the coffin, Zadok the priest. No, Zadok. Zadok the priest Handel. Yes, it's a lovely. It's using the coronation to stop just before a choir starts singing and all the people rejoice. Well, yes, because there and- there is a lyric in Handel's work that and all the people rejoiced, and I, I feel that that's probably not appropriate for a funeral. <laughs> oh, but you are not wired up right. As the coffin leaves the cathedral, I was glad. Parry. It's a lovely piece of music again, used in the coronation. Please con. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. This is my death. <laughs> I can't. Please consider the use of Donna Summers, No More Tears, Enough is Enough, to be used somewhere during the proceedings. I like the song and feel it will have a heavy irony at the time. <laughs> you know when people go, oh, no, I want people to wear bright colours. It's just celebrating my life. I don't want people to be sad. I want people to be livid that I'm dead. I want people to be distraught for months. For committal, what does that mean? Uh, that's for the, the, the um, burning of the ashes, oh. the cremation. Holly Brown, up in a puff of smoke. <laughs> now, I don't know if you know this song from the 70s. I've got a clip for you here. It's, I think it's going to be great. Just imagine the scene in the, in the crematorium, Jordan. Everyone's gathered, everyone's dressed in black. Everyone's crying, the curtains are closing. So the coffin disappears. See my dreams just It's great. It'll set the tone. Uh, oh my God, he's actually got a dress policy to his... I think this is the bit 
that the company had the biggest issue with. Oh, my God. Right. Strictly, this is what it says here on William Hansen's actual will that I'm reading right now. Strictly refuse entry to friends slash family who turn up with any of the following. An open neck shirt, jeans, no jacket, anything overtly beige, skirts that are too short, bare shoulders, T-shirts, trainers, and visible tattoos, <laughs> brown shoes or belt with a suit if male. My body, to wear so a navy... So this is just so people know what to put me in, in the coffin. To wear a navy, geabs and hawks no, suit. Oh, bless you. Geeves and hawks. I've heard of them, I think. Geeves yeah. and hawks. Mm. Necktie, a Herms one, please. No, Hermes. You Hermes. said it's Herms! I did you not say it's Herms! It was- Hermes. Hermes, or Hermes, if you really want to be English. Necktie, an Hermes one, please. Not one used in a publicity shot. Make sure my shoes are polished properly. Take the laces out when cleaning them. And iron them. <laughs> White shirt. Solid silver cufflinks and collarbones. If I died with any blemishes on my skin, i.e. spots, do use conceal. <laughs> You've got to look good. Oh my god. Oh, financial asset details. No, I don't think we really need to go into that. Oh, oh. Wait, we should just say it wasn't actually my will, it was an appendix. You you it was an appendix to the will, because remember legally the the, the legal firm were at great pains to point out that actually if it was actually within the will it was a bit legally binding and because of the content of what you were reading out and what I was stipulating, it can't actually be leading legally binding. It's just a guide for those that might be taking care of my affairs. So you enjoyed my appendix and read it out. And you had them taken out? No, I nearly did. I think the story goes that I was on a hospital table in San Francisco. We were on on holiday. I think I was seven or eight, and they were about to take out my appendix, and I had been in absolute agony for days. And eventually that my parents were like, it's got to come out. I know we're on holiday. It's got to come out. And I was in the room just before you go in to be anaesthetised, and I just sat up and went, I feel fine now. I just climbed down off the bed, and that was the end of the whole thing. Was it- so, no, I haven't got my appendix taken out, but I very nearly did. So, after all that two days of agony and effort and going to hospital, it was just a massive fart that you needed to do. It was trap wind. I'm not sure what it was, but it stopped as quickly as it started. It was, tra- <laughs> was it actually trap wind. I don't know what it was. I'll, I'll ask. But it didn't make it on to HMGN News because that came later on in life. Hanson Media Group Network News, uh, part of uh, the media division of my conglomerate, Hanson Incorporated. And uh, we, I found those clips and we played them out in episode 17. I found the other day, I was having to look for something and I found on a hard drive. So I was all for that. I found a clip of HMGN News. What's that? Hanson Media Group Network News. As a child, we had a little news studio built in one of the barns. I say news studio. I mean, it, this makes it sound a lot more high-tech than it actually was. It was a lot of MDF. Trust and me, I've seen the videos for this. It was high-tech. William showed well, me the video of this. One you've seen the one. outtakes, but I actually have now found a full bulletin. And I'm sending this over to you now on WhatsApp, so you have it. And you can look at it. And it is very cringe. I'm just going to step away from the microphone and take my earphones out. If you'd like to just look at the first few minutes. Oh my God, look at it already. It looks better than... God. 
This is what money gets you. Oh my god, you had a jingle! Welcome to the March edition of HMGN News. The chairman of Hanson Incorporated, Brian Hanson, <laughs> has been reprimanded by the Supreme Commander. The action came after Paul... Oh my... <laughs> I mean, describe the studio, Jordan. Okay, the studio's... It looks like an actual proper studio. Thank you very and much. Again, we got the subcontractor, the person... I've been finding out more. Why are you speaking like you've shit yourself? <laughs> well, my voice was in the middle of breaking, I think, at that, at that point, so I was sort of I was trying to find a, a natural pitch. Oh, my God, this... Uh, Gene Divas, I cannot... I'm only going to play a bit more because you've just got to watch this on our socials. It'll be up on Insta and Twitter. started a few Sundays ago when Brian Hansen refused to turn up to an executive... You sound like a cross between a really effeminate young man and Margaret Thatcher. Yes, very much that's how I sort of pitched myself as a child. I mean, I still can't believe it. as a young child you had a... An actual TV studio in one of your barns. I used to pretend to it, be on... It was a news division, the newsroom. It was the newsroom. I used to pretend to be on the radio, but it was like... Still do. Li- <laughs> <laughs> used to pretend you were broadcasting to millions. Still do. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we had an appearance on the podcast when I was out recording an episode in Spain. This is episode 18. We had an appearance from one of my favourite people on planet Earth. Certainly my favourite North. You actually spent a lot of time with your mum and dad growing up, didn't you? Uh, yeah, in board meetings, yes. Mm. I've never seen my parents. <laughs> oh, actually, hold on. Mum? Mum? Have you got any antihistamine? Please. she coming round? Just reminded me. My sunburn's stinging again. Hi, William. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? I can, yes. How are you? You can. I'm very well. It's all the better to see you. Have you met Ben? Yeah, I've met Ben before. Uh, live show. Producer, Producer Ben. Yeah. I have indeed. Mm. Hello there, Ben. I'm just off to pop in the shower. We're going out for Jordan's last meal. Yeah. Yes, and what traditional Spanish food are you having, Wendy? We're having a Chinese. <laughs> nice. What, what, what's your order? Um, uh, sweet and sour pork balls. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, we love Girl after my own heart. Exactly. I'll save you some. No, Lovely to Thank see you. Thank you, yes. Both. Jordan can bring them back. Okay, Bye-bye. Man. See you later. That was Wendy there, taking us out for some nice, authentic Spanish. Oh, I feel so lucky that I got to go out and see them mm. when I did. Yes, you probably will see them. I think the way things are going, you'll next see them in the year 2031. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. So that'll be nice. So that was my mum there. What's next, please, William Hansen? Well, uh, the next best bit, and, and these best bits have come in from, from the three of our suggestions, but also a lot of the uh, Gene Diva suggestions as well, is where we revealed, finally, what your birthday present for your 30th, whisper it quietly, birthday actually was. We put on our uh, Instagram... A lot of people have been messaging. A lot, I, I get a lot of messages on Instagram saying, what on earth was Jordan's birthday present? Can you remember your birthday? That was a while ago. Uh, what did I give you for your birthday? People are desperate to know. I've had all sorts of propositions and offers. Mm. And I've remained tightly lipped until now. Yeah. 
So here are some of the guesses that came through on Instagram of different things. Popular choices were, this is a fascinating insight to the minds of our and Divas, dressing gown, handcuffs, oh, for God's sake. anal beads, oh, for Christ's sake. Where, a signed, where's, where's... A signed copy of William's book. Got one of them. A dildo. I mean the copy of William's book. I've got a copy of that. Nipple tat. <laughs> just to clarify, I've not got a signed dildo from William. Not yet. Wait until your next birthday. Uh, nipple tassels. Yeah. However, congratulations to Jenna, Laura Springer, Emily Baines, Janice or Janice Peck, Janice. Clara McPeak, Hannah Fielder, Becky, Cat, and Minnie Chubb seventeen, who all got it right. Yeah. And Jordan, I'll let you tell them because, you know, okay, it's your present for my birthday. And I wish I don't. I I wish I. Could. And I will, Jordan. I will. I, I'll help you out here. I will explain to the G and Divas after you tell them why I got you this. Yeah. And it was a sort of a joke present, but. I know deep down you would have liked them. Um, I don't know what I've done with them since I've moved flat. Uh, William Hansen, for my 30th birthday, got me a pair of sparkly high heels. Four inches. (laughs) Size nine high heels. Now, it's 2020 and do what you want, I say, but... There is no real reason why he got me these hands. Well, there is. No, William's got it in his head. Right, explain. You explain. Because when we first went on... I think on on our very first live show, we did a little skit where I I put you through one of my um, finishing school-type lessons. Uh, Because when I go to China, not that I'm going there anytime soon. But when I used to go to China, I would teach a class called Ladies Elegance Class. Their words, not mine. And William had his own high heels for this class. Yeah, I'm very comfortable wearing high heels. I can walk in high heels better than most. And I felt that I should teach you how to walk in high heels because it would be hysterical, because you are not the sort of person that would normally put your trotters in high heels. So we did this. You, You were... Well, you were terrible at walking in high heels. But then every time we were planning another one of our live shows, you'd always go, uh, c- can, we, can we do the high heels thing again? Do you think I could, I could wear... And I thought, he's so desperate, clearly, to... I've tapped something inside Jordan that he didn't think was there. And I thought, I'll just give him a pair of high heels. Because you, you gave me, for my 30th birthday, a load of rubbish that I was never going to use. Hey. So I thought, well... You gave me tenner men, Jordan. Yeah, you're 30 years old now. And don't forget the lube. Yeah, tenner men lube and a Frey Benthos pie. So quite (laughs) frankly, you got off lightly with a pair of, of heels from New Look. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Thank you for sticking with us of our best bit of Series 5. One more click before we get out of here. And no, 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 darling, you haven't turned the page. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't turn the page. <laughs> Two more clips. <laughs> but we're all having fun. Uh, next up is probably mine and yours and everybody else that listened. Favourite letter that we got sent in to us, episode 20, towards the end of series 5, regarding a housemate and a piece of fruit. Our final question has come in on email to help at sexwithmyboss.com and it is from Richard Pipkins. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben. What a great name, Richard Pipkins. I hope you can help me with my problem. The other day I was walking up the stairs to my bedroom and past my housemate's room, no apostrophe. His door was open, so I looked inside and saw him. There's... Oh, my God. There's no easy way to describe this. He was penetrating a melon. What the... Shut the... (laughs) I have two issues with this. Are you winding me up? No, I'm reading what what is... Right, let's get this straight. His his housemate was shagging a melon with the door open. Yeah. I have two issues with this. I have been trying to stay healthy during lockdown and have been enjoying the melons in the kitchen on a bi-weekly basis. Oh, God. <laughs> have, have I eaten contaminated fruit? <laughs> What's going on? I two. <laughs> he didn't see me notice him performing the act. So I'm now unsure how to approach this with him in a way that won't make living together impossible. (laughs) Any help would be greatly appreciated. I understand lockdown has been boring for everyone, and we all have our urges, but soiled fruit is not acceptable. Kind regards, Richard Pipkins. Uh, Wow. (laughs) I mean, cauliflower and melon sales are going to plummet this week, aren't they? I think that could potentially be our best question. Yeah, but we cannot, we cannot oh, mention that in interviews. God. Go, oh, what's, what's the best question you've ever had? What is going on in the world? We're in lockdown, you know. There's, Can we, we have a bit we, of... Could Richard Pipkins get back in touch? What's, I want to know what sort of melon. We, Was it water? Does, cantaloupe? Garlia? Skin what? on, skin off? What? God. what is happening? Hang on, let's just reset it. We, we, you know, 
the world's a different and changed place, but I don't want to live in a world where people are shagging melons. I don't want housemates shagging melons. I don't think... No. Do you have any melons in the house at the moment? No, I don't. Okay, there we go. We actually had people writing in having housemates who had sex with a melon. And like I said in the episode, I will repeat it again. I don't know if I want to live in a world where people are shagging melons. What's next, William? Next is the... Of course, we introduced, finally, we we caved into public demand to... Cave, just have a day off. Rest... Rest Jordan's joke of the week, which became less than jolly, and bring in William's wacky do it. word of I do it because Mike because Mike is next door. He can't do it because Mike. He'll think like I've had an aneurysm again. Mikey hates it when he does this. Just do it now. Go on, do it. Go on. So we introduced finally. I'd love if you did it. And he booted door down. He said, "I've told you," <laughs> and just come in and give you a backhander. We don't condone that. All of a sudden, St John's ambulance burst through the door. <laughs> CPR machine. <laughs> Go on. Um, in episode 12, we then had a jingle that was produced for us, but... I said that. You said 12. Oh, sorry. In episode 12, one of our listeners... You just said well. 12 again. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't had anything. Go on. <sighs> yes, in episode 21... Our listen. I got that right, Ben. Fuck my life. In episode twenty-one, our listener Manuel composed a jingle for the ever-popular literary masterpiece that is Do Williams. It. Wacky. <laughs> I've missed that. And here it. William, is. what's up, Lou Racket in there? I'll come in and bloody sort you out in a minute, lad. What have I told you about doing that? I've been crafting all day and I don't come home to this shit. That's Mikey there. More impressions of Mikey and William's relatives in Series 6. Play the bloody clip. Then our final question of uh, this whole series, Series 5, again, continued on a theme, G&Divas. Hopefully going with the latter half of the year, you're going to be a, a little bit more savoury. It involved somebody's landlord finding a sex toy. Can you not say dildo? Dildo, there we go. Oh, oh God, he's melting. He's actually melting. Quick, get a mop bucket. He's actually melting away. Final letter, and it starts to darling William, sweet Jordan, and producer Ben. <laughs> I have listened to all of your episodes and wondered if I would ever have cause to write to you, as I love to hear your often polarised perspectives. Well, the day has arrived where I found myself in a dilemma and I need your help. My landlord has been kindly renovating my Victorian terrace for me, along with her husband, and the plan was to do all of the upstairs except my bedroom. Today she has decided to repaint one of my bedroom walls and shouted down to me that she would start to move the items from alongside that wall. I rushed upstairs, shouting at her to let me do it instead, but by the time I reached my bedroom it was too late. 
Oh no, what she found. It's a dildo. It's a dildo. She moved a number of items onto my bed, including a sodden towel containing my recently used and unclean vibrator and butt plug. Who is... I'm so glad we get a quality type of listener. Who is... Is this a girl or a boy? It's a girl. We exchanged a look of both terror and embarrassment, and she let me know she would leave me to the rest of the items. She will be at the house renovating most weekends until at least October, and due to the ongoing lockdown rules, I will mostly, most likely be here all of the time with cheese. Do I address the subject with her or pretend it has never happened? And how do I live with this embarrassment for the rest of my life? Kind regards, Sarah. Sarah, it never happened. Trust me. It never, if you, it never happened. It's just one of those things that you, you, you brush over. It never happened. But put your butt plug away, man. Come on. What's your advice here, William? Where do you keep yours? Well, there's one place you could keep it that would be quite safe. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. So there you have it. Proving again that your letters and correspondence really do make the series. And Series 5 for Letters and Correspondence was the best yet. So if you want to get in touch for Series 6, then go to our website, help at Sex My Boss. You can DM us on Insta as well. You can message us on Twitter. No, no. Our website isn't help at Sexted My Boss. Oh, it's Sex... Our website is just sextedmyboss.com. Sextedmyboss.com. But get in touch. We want your letters for Series 6. And also... Whilst and how many... Se- that will be our, what, our, our, our fifth series we're doing? Sixth. <laughs> is this going to be the new trepidation <laughs> possibly For a, it will be Gosh, our can you remember that can you remember trepidation when I couldn't say trepidation sixth those were the days sixth it's like I've just had a fill in anyway um, remember follow us on Twitter and Instagram you only have to ask and tickets for our upcoming live shows and exclusive G&D merch can be found on our website sextedmyboss.com Put yourself a G and D and get ready for the. Oh, you! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put. I didn't put that. There. Put yourself a G and D and get ready for series six of Hellfire Sex. No, read what it says. <laughs> ah! Anyway, put yourself a G and D and get ready for the sixth series of Hellfire Sex and my Oh, sixth, sixth, sixth series of. Oh, you get the idea. See you in the new series. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.